0: Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations.
1: Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn and we are continuing our conversation with author Katie Filiatru and she has a wonderful blog. We had her on last year talking about that blog, The Narrow Path, but after over a hundred blog posts, uh, she decided to put 30 of those together and just recently released her first book. It's a wonderful 30-day devotional book called The Healing Path. And this devotional is to help you cross the bridge from hurting to healing. And yesterday we talked about uh, the main three steps for uh, your path to healing she shares involves hope, discipline, and trust. And we shared a couple of uh, the powerful devotionals that she wrote uh, from this book on hope. So if you missed yesterday's program Really would encourage you to go back to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hope is here today.org and listen that 14 minute program. I think you'd really, really be blessed. As uh, she shared, uh, one day uh, it was called Routine Maintenance, and the other one, uh, Say Yes. Today we're going to talk about uh, kind of sometimes as a, a dirty word. When we hear it, uh, we don't like it, but it's such a good word, especially if we're going to grow as a follower of Jesus. Uh, step two, the healing path is discipline. And share a little bit. Uh, originally, you were going to call it something else, you told me, and talk about about that
0: yeah absolutely um you know when I when I first sat down to kind of talk through the the steps that I wanted to include in the book i I came up with um, the acronym hot because that was kind of how I was remembering it hope obedience and trust and you know so I was working through things and you know each of the chapters had, are, are scripture based of course, and um, you know when it came to kind of figuring out what scripture I wanted to use with obedience i I, I found it Kind of carrying a bit of a negative connotation. And I I really wanted to move away from that. So after a lot of conversation, um, we landed on discipline being the better word, because I think discipline just focuses more on on actionable steps that we can take. Um, And ultimately, you know, when we respond in discipline, according to the will of the Lord and how he's speaking to our life and how he's leading us, that that is ultimately what obedience looks like. Um, But I think discipline is just a word that we can all grasp a little bit easier. You know, being disciplined when it comes to, you know, the diet and what we're choosing to put in our bodies, being disciplined when it comes to, you know, being active and, and, um, you know, getting out and getting moving, um, being disciplined when it comes to, you know, setting an alarm and getting up early to, to make it to Bible study or to the gym or whatever it might be so it was real interesting how that kind of transformed and and when we replaced the word obedience with discipline it it just really seemed like we you know found that last piece of the puzzle and it just connected everything so much so much greater and it it created it it kind of flowed better with that message of, of hope in jesus for this particular project
1: Well, I'm glad you chose it. I thought it was a really, really good step and had several good devotions. You have 10 on that, 10 on hope, and 10 on trust. Uh, Would you share one of those out of the uh, discipline step, please?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this is day 14, titled Start Small. And the verse is from Zechariah 4.10. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. It was a gloomy weekend morning, and I was feeling super lazy. I hadn't slept great the night before. My mood mirrored the weather, and I had a pretty strong case of the blahs. I've learned that when this feeling starts to creep up, it's important for me to make myself get up and do something before that feeling makes itself at home. Being in that spot can be difficult. I know I need to get up and do something productive, spend time with the Lord, pray, or be physically active. Sometimes the pull of the enemy is strong as he tries to keep me seated right where I am, surrounded by a cloud of whatever negative emotion I may be feeling in the moment. Perhaps you can relate. We need to work out, but we struggle to get motivated. We need to eat healthy, but we crave sugar. We want to pray, but we don't know where to start. We want to worship, but we have trouble finding our voice. That is when I remember to start small. That gloomy morning, the Lord gave me the strength to do just that. I refilled my coffee and made myself start a small load of laundry. That small act helped pull me out of the funk I was stuck in that morning. Maybe you find yourself feeling stuck today. You may be dealing with chronic pain. You may have lost your job. You may be struggling to lose the weight you need to feel better. You or someone you love may be dealing with a medical crisis. Or maybe you have no idea why you simply cannot shake the funk you're in. Emotions can feel overwhelming at times and the burden heavy. Even starting small can feel too big. Still, doing something small can set change in motion. My decision to start with a small load of laundry led to me doing three loads of laundry, vacuuming the house, cooking breakfast, prepping a few snacks for the week, even baking an entire batch of cinnamon rolls. What could have been a day of battling for control over my thoughts and emotions ended up being a productive day. Even better was getting to end it by sharing my homemade cinnamon rolls with people the Lord has blessed my life with, all because I asked God to give me the strength to start small. I want to point you today to the verse from Zechariah 4.10 that tells us, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Whatever you're facing today, let me assure you that Jesus can take even your small efforts and do far more than you could ever hope for or imagine. Just get started. Instead of putting off exercise, start by going for a 10-minute walk each day. Instead of avoiding a major diet change, start by cutting out one sugary food or drink. To build a habit of prayer and worship, start by turning on some worship music while you get ready for the day. And if all you can muster is a single word, Sit with that word before Jesus. He will meet you in the small beginnings.
1: Amen and amen. Such, such good stuff. And um, I think sometimes... uh, you know, we, we see things and they get overwhelmed, but, uh, the old saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And uh, kind of an old cliche uh, that said, but uh, I really have found in my life is you did so well in describing that uh, if we just start something small, that God shows up and he helps us with that. And uh, speaking of that, uh, share your take five uh, on that day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this take five, ask Jesus to help you start small. Write down a list of a few things that come to mind. Choose to be disciplined as you continue to take small steps forward in faith.
1: So, be encouraged today. You may be involved in some habit. Like she said, you're trying to improve, but you don't have to try to do it all. But just start small, and I really believe God will meet you there. If you just tuned in, we're talking with Katie Filiatru. She had just written a new book called The Healing Path, a 30 day devotional to help you cross the bridge from hurting to healing. And she's got three main steps in this devotional book. Uh, the first one is hope, which we talked about yesterday. We just talked about the second one, discipline. And the third step, to to uh, being on the healing path is trust, uh, one that I know a lot of people, uh, myself included at times, uh, we can get a little weary in trusting God. So uh, share one of the devotions from that section, please.
0: Yeah. So day 29 is, is a devotion titled Through the Storm. And the scripture verse with this devotion is from Exodus fourteen fifteen. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Summer is my favorite season of the year, and in Kentucky, that means hot, humid days, lake trips, weddings, ball games, and vacations. But my plans are always contingent upon the weather. We often have scattered thunderstorms, so it's vital to have a plan B. One evening, I was getting ready to drive to my niece's graduation. I checked the weather on my phone and noticed heavy rain in the direction I would be driving. Sure enough, as I pulled off the main road, I was greeted with a cluster of storm clouds. Unfortunately, there was no other route to get to my destination. I was forced to drive through the storm. Isn't life sometimes that way, too? We're on our way to a great destination when a storm stirs up in our path. Maybe you took a new job that requires you to move away from people you've always known. There's no way around that. Or you quit your job to pursue a dream, but something halts your progress. There's no way around that. You must find a new job and reconsider what you believe God lays on your heart. You've been saving money to buy your first home, but then the markets turn, draining nearly all your savings. There's no way around that. You must push through the storm and start saving again. You've made plans for a dream vacation, but an unexpected medical diagnosis forces you to cancel it. There's no way around it. You must deal with the crisis. Sometimes we look for an alternate route that would allow us to avoid the storm, But doing so could take us to a different destination entirely. Moses was charged with leading the Israelites out of Egypt. Along their way to the Promised Land, the people of Israel faced many storms and were ready to give up. According to Exodus 14.12, they even went as far as to say, Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, Leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. They were tired, they had lost sight of what God had brought them out of, and they didn't want to push through the storm to reach the destination God had promised them. How often do we want to give up instead of pushing through? We get tired, we forget God's faithfulness. Like the Israelites, we find ourselves crying out in frustration. But that was not the end of the story for Moses and the Israelites. Exodus 14:15 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. I love this verse because it serves as a reminder that while it's perfectly okay to cry out to the Lord in our distress from the storm, it's imperative that we choose to move forward and trust. Like the weather in Kentucky, the storms of life can be very unpredictable. May we choose to stay calm, trust the Lord, and keep pushing through the storm. If you don't know the full story of how Moses and the Israelites moved forward. Keep reading in Exodus to see how the Lord paved the way.
1: Such, such good stuff there. as uh, You were sharing that. uh, I thought about it. You know, you shared there that they were tired. They lost sight of what God had brought them through, and uh, and they didn't want to push themselves through the storm to reach that destination. Uh, I know I've found in my life that a lot of times uh, when I get fatigued, you know, that's when I lose faith, I lose trust, I get in fear. And uh I heard a pastor say many years ago and I found to be true, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is take a nap.
0: <laughs> you know, I agree. You know, my uh, my boss at work always told me about uh Elisha. Um I, I it may have been from Exodus, I don't remember which book off the top of my head, but it was literally a story he had just done this a courageous, you know, act of, of God and, and then he, he came upon another challenge and he was like quivering in fear and god said go take a nap and then the lord woke him from his nap and then he said here eat this food and then go back and rest again and after he had done both of those things he was able to get up and go again and um you know as you were talking it it reminds me of a an acronym that i've had heard in the past too of um, when we're hungry, angry, halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Um, you know, that's when if we're not addressing those those things, it it can make it hard to choose to continue trusting Jesus. And you know, I think one of the main things from that story that I try to remind myself of, and, and you mentioned it, is you know that we 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 tend to have a, a very short memory. We tend to forget about the things that the Lord has already brought us through. When yet when we take time to focus. Just for a minute on on God's faithfulness in our lives up to that point, it gives us the strength to continue moving forward in trust.
1: Well, amen and amen, and she has a take five at the end of each of these days, and uh, really uh, would encourage you to check those out, the one she wrote that day there, and ADA, you want to share that uh, there?
0: Yeah, so the take five from uh, Through the Storm is, write a prayer of trust today, telling Jesus about the storm you are facing trust that he will stay with you through the storm
1: really really good i tell you i know you'd be blessed if you got a copy i really really enjoy reading it really encouraged me uh if people want to copy this book what's the best way to do that katie
0: yeah, so um, it's available on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle, uh, paperback, and hardback forms. Um, you can also go to my website, which is com, which you mentioned will be available for folks to check out. Um, there's a link to, to Amazon there. Um, you can find it online, too. Feel free. People can always follow me um, on Facebook. My my personal page is just katiefiliatre, and then I I have a page where I share the devotions weekly, and that one is called The Narrow Path on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Instagram at TheNarrowPath0916. So they can follow me that way. And, you know, if people are local to the Central Kentucky area, Nicholasville, Lexington, Georgetown, um, feel free to reach out, and we can always connect. And if you're not an online order, I'll make sure you get a book one way or another. So, All right.
1: Well, I was really blessed by that. I know you will be. I really hope that you will uh, Get a copy of this. It'll really help give you hope and help you develop some discipline and regain your trust. Uh, We'll have all her contact information available with the podcast of this program. Just go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here.
0: Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today.